The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page, find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. I'll say this about Twitch, and I, I know like the uh, one of the big selling points to get people to subscribe to your station is it's like when you when you use the uh, the colored text, like the highlighted text, highlight my message, it always gets red. And I'll be honest, it does pop out like asymmetric wrist. And Fred, check out the music doc, Searching for Sugar Man. That's something, truthfully... I would have totally ignored that, but because it was highlighted in purple, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll read that. Boy, that's weird. Interesting. They've got the power over you with that. Yeah. How come I? Uh, I also need to find out, and I bet, uh, I bet Tyler knows how to do this. Oh, never mind. I already figured it out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I figured it out. I'm a Twitch master. <laughs> um. So I asked you, Fred, will you be going to live races if SHRP allows fans? Um, I don't know. Don't know if we're uh, doing anything with them this year because I, I don't know what their situation is. So uh, if we wind up doing some shows, I'll definitely go. Uh, but if if not, I probably will stay home and gamble from home because I've been doing a lot of that. So for those who are uh, planning on visiting us out in Beaumont this weekend, a little uh, programming note on that. Uh, I won't be in Beaumont this weekend. And, I, oh, you know what? This also affects the final happy hour of the year. Oh. Second to last. No, Doing no. It next Wednesday. Yeah. I won't be here. I'll be in Oregon. Oh, well. Yeah. Look at you all of a sudden taking a bunch of days off. So my father-in-law died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so uh, I was going to ask you because I know I know he had had a heart attack. Yeah, time. so he he died. So I've got to I've got to go up there on a uh, I've got to go up on Friday and uh, go up there and do funeral stuff and all that nonsense. So, um, yeah, so that's why I you you know me I don't I don't like to miss shows. And by the way, I'm not missing a lot of shows. Monday, Tuesday, I'm taking the remote kit with me so I can do the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from up there. But Friday is the day that I'm actually flying. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. So I, I won't be able to do it. Uh, but Josh is going to do the show with you out there uh, in Beaumont at the West. So stop by and see them. Um, and, yeah, I'll, I'll be on the air Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I'll just be remote. Okay. I mean, you can still participate in happy hour with us because you're yeah. going to be. You'll, you'll be able to get some great beer while you're there. That is true. Yeah. And all we have to do is get Brandon to set it up on like an iPad and you can stream your Twitch. But I won't be able to do the eggnog thing. That's that was my big goal was to do the eggnog thing, which I, I so here's what I think I want to do on uh New Year's Eve. We'll do that. Are we not covering any bowl games? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, do we even know, know what bowl games, games are, are gonna be? Yeah, they played? Announce, they've announced like random bowl games. Usually announce yeah. them all at once, but they haven't, so <laughs> Um. So yeah, I I, I don't. I will, we're going to do that eggnog challenge though. That's still, yeah, you know, we could do it after the first of the year. It doesn't matter. Okay, it's you know, with happy hour. The beauty of happy hour is, it's whatever we want to make. It's evergreen. It. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Sorry to hear about that. And uh, but we'll we'll be fine. And you know, uh, Josh and I had a lot of fun Friday. I, I am not as good at running happy hour. I I admit that it's not my thing. But we made it work. And. Uh, Josh was a lot of fun to work with, so yeah. uh, so we'll have a good time. And uh, now, okay, here's something that I just saw that I find hard to believe: UH defensive end Peyton Turner opting out of New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> so are they already in the New Mexico yeah, Bowl so, with a yeah. three and four out, record? I think they tweeted out this morning that they were going. Wow, God, stop, like this is the year of all years 
We don't need a bowl. Don't make these bowl games. Like, it should be the the New Year's Six games. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, hey, I, I don't blame him because he's he's going to get drafted. He's a pretty good player. But uh, so you're going to go play in the New Mexico Bowl? And for those of you asking, we'll be at the West. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think the plan is we're going to go and set up our campsite, and then I'll come over and do the show at the West, and then head back out to Lumberton after that and drink all night. There you go. So. Yeah, U of H will play in the New Mexico Bowl versus Hawaii on Christmas Eve at 3.30. Oh. I can't, you want to know uh, bowls, I can't wait to not watch that game. You want to know what bowls are currently on the docket for for uh, New Year's Eve? None have been scheduled yet. Okay. But you'll have the Armed Forces Bowl at noon, the Liberty Army Bowl. Army versus some team that's probably going to smack Army around. Yep. Uh, the Liberty Bowl at 4 p.m. Okay. Uh, the Arizona Bowl at 2 p.m. The And the Texas... I guess the Advocare Texas Bowl at 8 p.m. No, we're doing our show. <laughs> I mean, unless you don't want to. I, I, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what things look like. But Why is as, that? Like, New Year's Eve isn't a holiday. No. Like, and I, I mean, it's not New Year's Eve It's off. not like anybody's going anywhere for New Year's Eve. You take New Year's Day off because you're S-housed. That's, that's, that's the way it works. Mm. Well, it just depends. I mean, if you're in a job that you have to work late, you can't get s housed unless you. Well, that's true. I, I see. Like if you if you work in the service industry or something, but if you also also if you work in the service industry, it's probably one of the nights you don't want to miss work. Yep. So. Yeah, happy happy hour will be my birthday, which I'm no longer celebrating because I'm too old. Ooh, hard times. Yeah, yeah. So it, somebody asked, uh, "Is the New Mexico Bowl going to be played in Dallas?" I think it is. Yeah, in Frisco. Yeah, it's kind of like that Maui Classic being played in North Carolina. Yeah, Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> Let's just pretend it's Maui. Uh, yeah, because those two are really close. There's water nearby. That's about it. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's very strange. Didn't realize they'd already agreed to a bowl. So, uh, Especially after the way they lost on Saturday. Which mm. They're not good enough to give up scoop and scores against teams that have pretty much the same talent they do. So... But yeah, I don't. I don't really do anything on New Year's Eve anymore because, you know, for one thing, I'm old, and it's it's also just everybody's out, and I don't think people are going to go out this year because, you know, COVID. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I don't have any problem working because I just go home and drink. Yeah. And then watch watch some. Uh, I, I I don't know if they still do it on ESPN. Somebody can tell me they always would have, like, some kind of motorcycle stunt on New Year's Eve. I enjoyed watching that. I get getting stoned and drunk and watching. Some guy try to jump a fountain. That's kind of badass. Do anymore. Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore either. Because I, I, the last couple of years, I, I don't remember what I was doing, but I wasn't doing that. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Yeah, so we'll be at the Western Beaumont on Friday. Come on out, um, and we'll have a good time. And I won't have to drive far. That's the good news. So, uh, hopefully, the weather will be nice. Because actually, the weather was really good this weekend except for driving over and driving back okay because i well for me because I, I drove over after the show friday night and it was a nightmare i mean it, and there was like three crashes on 10 which that you know how that construction is and some 18 wheeler couldn't stay on the road and so i was delayed by like an hour and then coming back yesterday we got caught in the mess the rest of the time it was great so i did learn one valuable lesson driving that damn thing is when it's really windy, better hold on to the damn steering wheel because I damn near killed a super. Oh, really? Yeah, because the wind hit it and it just went like two feet to the left, and there was a poor Subaru next to me that I damn near killed. I'm like, oh, that would have sucked. So, all right, we'll uh go through the uh, the rest of the league. Yeah, we'll do that at the next segment because we we kind of. Run well. You know we can start now. We still got a few minutes left in the segment because it usually takes a little more than one segment to do them all. So we'll start it off. You got Ravens Browns tonight, which we'll talk about at some point. Um, Cowboys beat the Bengals thirty to seven in the Andy Dalton revenge game. Young, yeah, they're still in the race. A, was it a revenge game? Uh, it turned out it was. Well, they, they're they're still in the race, AJ. Okay, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh. Chiefs Dolphins, we talked about a little bit. Patrick Mahomes, almost 400 yards, but also three interceptions. Didn't play his best game. Uh, I'll give the Dolphins a little credit for hanging around in there, but Chiefs get the win. Yeah, I, again, I had minus seven, 
So them kicking that field goal on first down Which, really kicked me in the taint. Yeah, I had them in uh, the my bookie contest at that number, and that really sucked. There was that was pointless. Pointless, I say. Um, Cardinals beat the Giants. First really good effort for the Cardinals in a while. Yeah, um, the Giants, who everybody was like in love with this week. Listen, the Giants aren't good. They're just NFC East good. Yeah. Okay, it's one thing to beat up on the other teams in the NFC East, but eventually you go out and you play teams from other divisions, you're you're back to a pumpkin. Uh, Buccaneers beat the Vikings 26-14. to You mentioned that Tom Brady off of a... A loss. Uh, right. Yeah, that's pretty solid. It is a, a solid trend historically. But I give credit to the Vikings for one thing. Dalvin Cook getting over 100 yards rushing inside defense is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, very. Broncos beat the Panthers 32-27. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Panthers are like they're a COVID shell of what they're supposed yeah. to be. So I, I, don't, I don't know how much takeaway you can from that. But those are two bad teams. It doesn't really matter. Titans, Jaguars, this one's a, another one that was a, a blowout, and I think a lot of people thought the Jaguars could hang in there with them. Um, I was hoping that they could because I was hoping the Titans would have to throw the ball more because I used Corey Davis in my fantasy league, but fortunately the rest of my guys were pretty good. Well, I had Derrick Henry, so I'm, yeah, you were happy. I'm all right with it. Uh, Colts hammer the Raiders, who quickly fired the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's going to fix things for the Raiders, unfortunately. It, it's... There's there's some problems there, but um, I, I I don't know what to think of the Raiders or the Colts really for that matter. The Colts, I mean they they've played some some stinkers, particularly when they've p- played up in competition. But the Raiders, I think of as like a a playoff contending team, and they just housed them. You know what though? I think the Raiders are kind of doing what they did last year. They they look really good the first half of the season, and then they faded badly, and I'm starting to wonder if that's not happening again. I, I don't know what the Colts are. Uh, I, I do think that they're they're capable of some impressive performances like they were yesterday, like they were against yeah. the Titans uh, a few weeks back, but they're also capable of games where they look like total garbage, which inconsistency is the sign of a, a good team, not a great team. Yep. Seahawks beat the Jets 40-3. to It's the first time I've ever given up 13.5 points in an NFL game, and I still had no sweat. No. So that was just... That was I just got ugly. ugly in a hurry. Yeah. Packers beat the Lions 31-24. And uh, Packers minus eight. Ouch. Oh, Ouch. Oh. Um, Saints lose to the Eagles. Are we... Uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts, are you ready to anoint him as no, the guy? I, I don't think Jalen Hurts did anything particularly special. Uh, he, he ran. I mean, he's more mobile than Carson Wentz. That helps. Yeah. But I don't trust him as a quarterback. I, I just thought that was a really bad performance by the Saints. And when they were down 17 nothing, don't you – I mean, if you're Sean Payton, who, by the way, and Sean Payton, is, he's a – I don't want to say he's a cocky SOB, but he kind of is – like, at some point, don't you say, okay, this isn't working. we got to put Jameis Winston in there and try to, to stage a comeback. And then I was talking to this game about with Josh, and Josh said, Dude, Taysom Hill threw for 300 yards. Like, what? I mean, it felt like he could do nothing in that game. Somehow he put up 300 yards. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you look at his raw numbers, 28 of 38, 291, two TDs. You're like, that's... Uh, it, that, that's all junkyards. Yeah. It just felt like he was not involved. All right. Quick break. We'll get to the rest when we come back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. I'm not even going in there. I'm afraid it This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month. 
across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Before we get back to the game, Smith says, uh, two start students die in a car accident Saturday night from Kingwood Park High School. Life is so short and unpredictable. What's the key to keeping this in mind? You just never know when it's your time. It sucks. It always sucks. I mean... It really sucks when it's young people who never had a chance to really live their lives and become what they could have been, and it's it's depressing as hell. And um, you know, I, I I wish I had something positive to say to cheer you up, but there's there's really nothing. I mean, that's that's the worst. Whenever I think any young person um, dies, it's just it's it because who knows if this is all we have or not. But you know. Same thing I always say, though. Live every day like it's your last because you don't know. And, you know, try not to get too caught up in the day-to-day crap. But, you know, hell, I've also lived a really good life. I die tomorrow. It's, it's no tragedy. Uh, but something like that is. So that's, you know, sorry for your loss, man. Um, all right. Let's let's uh, let's get back to this. Uh, boy, now it won't load. The um, We were on Eagles Saint, or Falcons Chargers. Chargers somehow win this game. Even though Anthony Lynn, once again, Anthony Lynn did. Yeah. I, I, like I said, it felt like like uh, suddenly it, the skies open and Anthony Lynn did what he does and gifted me a win. I mean, the Falcons were better in that game. They should have won that game. Yeah, we've but said then, that about the Falcons yeah, all damn season. But Except for when I bet on them and they've gotten blown out. The Chargers throw a pick with two minutes left. I'm like, oh, Anthony Lynn just did it. And then the Falcons did the Falcons thing, and Matt Ryan threw a pick. To to be fair, after Matt Ryan throws the pick, Justin Herbert throws one of the best passes I've seen him thrown all year, and puts the uh, puts the Chargers in field goal range. So it, they, I mean they they earned it. I thought it was going to OT at that point. Yeah. It took a, a, an amazing throw from Herbert to uh, to to get that field goal. But um, yeah, I, I, it's a it's a sickness. Betting on the Falcons, I'm sure betting on the Chargers, and the Chargers too. too. I mean, that's that's the thing. You, know, it, it was the movable force and the resistible yep. object. It, it was there's no way it was gonna. I mean, somebody somebody's O had to go. Although I could see that ending in a tie, which I guess the Falcons would have covered. Yeah. So uh, the football team don't look now, but the NFC East champ might not have a losing record when all is said and done. The football team now six and seven. Do you think they're going to win the NFC East? Well, they're in first. I know, isn't that crazy? I, I well, they they had a good de- they've had a good defense all year, <clears throat> which not a lot of teams do. And now Alex Smith is actually playing like a guy with yeah, a leg, been playing well. So, um, and I think the Forty ers are just the I think the injuries among other things just too much for them. But yeah, I mean, if you look at it, Washington is is six and seven. They've got the Seahawks next week. That's probably a loss. Who do the Giants have? Yeah, that's what that's because the Giants are five and eight. Cowboys are not dead. They're only two games out Ooh. with three to play. Seahawks remaining or uh, Seahawks Giants remaining schedule. Browns at Ravens. Cowboys. Okay, that sounds like probably one and two. One and two. So that's going to get them to six and ten. The the football team's remaining schedule: Seahawks, Panthers at Eagles. That feels like two and one to me. It feels like it should be two and which one, which is or, eight and eight, or at least one and two, which would be seven which would and nine. Be good enough to get you in, unless the Eagles. Well, yeah, I don't think the unless the Eagles can win three in a row. The Eagles would have to win three straight, and the Eagles have. Well, it's not out of the realm at Cardinals at Cowboys home football team. Ooh, it, so it could come down to that last game. It really could. The Eagles could could win the division at seven eight and one if Man, it comes down to that. That tie is going to end up saving. Uh, Bills beat the Steelers. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, 26-15. This is where you 
Uh, we, I, you, you mentioned we already talked about it. Yeah. The, 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 the Steelers are a good football team. The Steelers aren't one of the best football teams in the league. We've mm. got to we got to stop acting like such because when you look at their wins, you realize they. Don't. Aaron, what was the uh, what were you who had the audio earlier that you were talking about? Dan Orlovsky. What did he say? He was saying basically the Bills are the only real team that's going to threaten the Chiefs because of how solid they are. I think he said seven, seven teams with a winning record. That, seven of their beat. wins for the Bills are against teams with a winning record. Yeah, the Bills have they've not that's played legit. a soft schedule. They like they're they're a legit good team. Uh, and it's crazy thing. And you watch that game yesterday, you realize, man, the Bills. If the Bills had their normal home field advantage, yeah, oof, be tough to deal with. Yeah, except they. They still wouldn't have a better record than the Chiefs no. when it comes down to it. I, the, Chiefs, I, the Chiefs are better than everybody. I, the, the the only two teams, I, I could see the Bills giving the Chiefs problems. I could see the Titans giving the Chiefs problems. That's about it. In the AFC. In the AFC, yeah. And yeah, in the NFC, I, I still think, depending on what happens with... Well, I mean, and the Raiders have given them problems twice, but I don't know if the Raiders are making the playoffs. Yeah, but they haven't beaten them either. And that's... Uh, you get to the playoffs, too. Chiefs are going to turn it up. So, yeah, the Bills when the Bills played the Chiefs, twenty six seventeen was the final, and I mean, really, ni- neither team lit it up. Although it, the, the one, what I've been, I've been saying, when you play the Bills, if if you're going to beat the Bills, you have to run the ball because Mahomes two hundred twenty five passing yards. Normally, you say, all right, you got a chance. Yeah, Clyde Edwards Alaire, one hundred sixty one yards. Six point two yards per carry. That, that's that's the way to beat Buffalo. You've got to pound it on them. Yeah, and that's uh, you know that that's been the one Achilles heel. That's the one thing that I I think might keep them from being as good as they can be. Well, it's gotten better as the season's gone on. They played the Chiefs in like week out of seven, something like yeah. that. It, their defense and a lot of it was they they had some injuries and they're they're starting to get healthy up front. Um, yeah, we'll find out. They've they've got uh, they've still got some. I I don't know. I I don't know that they're going to finish. You know, at thirteen and three, because they they're at the Broncos this week. I think that's a win. It should be, but the Broncos aren't really a pushover either. They're at the Patriots. It who should be a win, but it is the Patriots played them tough the first time. Yeah. So. Uh, and then they're home to the Dolphins to finish the season. But if they win those two games against the Broncos and Patriots, they may be in a position where they're locked into their seating. Yeah. And they may just rest guys. So it, it, they, they may not. Because yeah, I, I mean, they're in position to get a two seed now. Three. Because they still have one more loss than the Steelers do. No, but I mean, they, if the Steelers lose again, they have the head to head. Yes. Now. If the Steelers. So, lose I mean, they're in position to get that. So they may they may have to play all three. Who the, who the Steelers so have left? What the Steelers have coming up? They've got at Bengals free square, uh, home Colts at Browns. They could lose a game. They could lose to the Colts. They could lose to the to the Browns, frankly, because yeah. the Browns are probably going to need that game to get in after the uh, Ravens beat them tonight. I got Ravens that basically I pick them. I like the Ravens tonight too. So. I think it's three now. It is three. So all right. So there you go. That's that's tonight's play. I I would do it if you get two and a half. I'd feel better about that. I don't think you're not going to see a two and a half again. It's now. I think it's three juiced right now. So mm. if if it's it's three or or pass. I still kind of feel like you're probably okay with three because if the Ravens are going to win, they're probably going to. Uh, I think they're going to run away and hide. I don't think it's going to be a close game because that's what the that's what the Browns do. They beat up yep. on teams or they get their ass kicked. So, I think well, and the okay. Browns, I mean, it, the Browns are the, the it, we all think, oh wow, they're they're uh, they're nine and three. That's really impressive. It is until, and you don't even really have to take a deep dive into the Browns. You can look as far as point differential, minus fifteen. Yeah, how are you nine and three, and minus fifteen in point differential? Well, because they've done something they haven't done in the past. They beat up on the bad teams on their schedule. They they were always good for some losses against bad teams, but they've they've done a good job of beating the Texans of the world this year. And and when they lose, I mean they, get, they, they get, lost get. to the Ravens. I don't I don't remember the final. So it was like thirty thirty eight to seven or something. I mean they got just smacked. 
Uh, they That happened at Pittsburgh, too. Smacked. I don't remember who their third loss was. But they, they, they've, they've taken some beatings. And when they're winning games, it's almost always single-digit wins. I, I think... Yeah, that's. I think that I think they've got two double digit wins this season. I, I'm not. I'm not a Cleveland believer. Yeah, and I mean, point differential tells you a, a pretty good story, especially there. at this point in the season. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I got to tell you another good story about new breaks. Where uh, you know what? A lot of listeners have reached out and told me, "Man, I use these guys. They're exactly what you and Josh say they are. They uh, they're fantastic. They come out and take care of." Your breaks at your place, whether you're at home and you don't want to leave the house or you're at work, they'll come to your work. And right now, you don't want to be going and sitting in a shop if you can avoid it. So with your breaks, you don't have to. Breaks is what they do, and it's all they do. They're convenient. They're 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers. And uh, they've got so many great reviews because they do a great job. Jake and the guys over there, that they take pride in what they do, and almost everybody says the same thing. Super nice, quick. And uh, they'll they'll come to you, so you can sit at home and drink beer while they fix your brakes. Twenty four month, twenty four thousand mile warranty, and uh, go to the website newbrakes dot com, and you're going to get a transparent, surprise free repair quote. Mention ESPN ten percent off your service. That's newbrakes dot com. N u b r a k e s dot com. Newbrakes dot com. I'm just trying to hit it. ESPN 975. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And guess who joins us? The legend, the biggest star at the station, Lance Erline. Biggest star at the station Lance is... the COVID Erline. I had it. Uh, I've been there. Been actually, there. Booker T's probably the biggest star. Yeah. Yeah. But you're the biggest You're star. the second biggest star. Yeah. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that either. Who? Charles Palillo? Long-time member of Extra Points, Charlie Palillo. Okay. Do they still do extra points? Uh, I, have no I don't idea. even know what that I is. I never got invited <laughs> to that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah. We, Channel uh, 13 show that used to air on Saturdays. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah we, we never got I don't watch local that. television. I don't people really. Always, people I, always make references to that. Like, oh, remember this news thing? I'm like, no, I don't I don't watch the local news. I only only watch it when I do the hits with Nate Griffin on 26 in the morning. That's he, about I, I told Nate Griffin with peace and love, I can't do it. You wake me up too early in the morning to do that thing. <laughs> I don't like to wake up early, and I don't like to be on TV. So, I, and I've like I keep telling everybody, please don't ask me to be on your TV show because all it does is put me in a weird spot where I have to tell you no, and then I seem like a jerk. I just don't want I just don't want to be asked. Like it's, I don't think it's that much to. It's not crazy for me to say. I just don't want to be on TV. Yeah, I you know. But then when people ask anyway, they're like, I know you don't like to do TV, but will you do my show? It's like, you know, I get that. Then you're I, then you're like a jerk if you say no. I get that for um, podcasts a, a lot. Oh. Football, I mean, I used to. I don't anymore because I just talk about I don't yeah. play podcasts. I get it for like draft stuff, football stuff, this, that, and the other. Just just tons of people who have um, draft po- podcasts, somebody coming up. And I, and I love to help them out because, you know, I had Jim uh, Nance reached out to me. I, I called him. He called back when I was young. Kenny Main did that when I was the young guy coming up. So I've always appreciated that, and I've done stuff like that in the past for people. But at this point, I just I just don't have a lot of time. I mean, I already do two podcasts. And you're um, famous enough. Two jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, man, I don't need any more run. That's what you just tell them. Listen, I, I got all I need. It's, it's, it's not about that. Oh. It's about I want to I wanna help the, the younger people who are coming up because I had They're going to take myself. your job eventually. I don't care. If you can take it, take it. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't fear that stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, I live in fear of it. <laughs> I get it. Some people do, but um, I I've really had don't. confidence. I made that up. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, we all got a shelf life in this game. The, uh, now, there are a lot of people who won't, who won't help other people. Like, 
I've tried to help people before, just give them little head starts on this, that, and the other, and then they expected me to get them entire radio shows. And right. It turned into like a giant pain in the ass where I wish I would have never helped. Yeah. At all, because I'm I was the one to blame for them not doing this or that. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not the guy who hires and fires, and I'm just trying to do my show. You are kind of the guy to blame for the Texans' woes. Um, I, last that, time I checked, I didn't show up on the front page of the uh, Sports Illustrated article. Yeah, me. Why, why aren't you on this advisory wasn't committee? Me. Well, you should be on the well, advisory that's committee. Tony Dungy and Earl Campbell and Pastorini. And, and Has Bill O'Brien texted you since he got fired? No. Like, did you want to? Do you ever think about texting him and say, "Hey, remember that time when you when you uh, when we had that meeting?" He said, "I don't even know what you do." Remember my concern? Yeah, <laughs> remember all those concerns that that I said I had when we were just trying to talk football, and and then you tried to call me and and tried to like passive aggressively belittle me. Yeah, because he doesn't know what you. I do. I was right on that stuff. You know what's ironic? I don't know what he does now. Collects a lot of money, and and if if he wants to keep collecting money. Don't get quoted for uh, an article that clearly he helped. Yeah, I, no Fred, question. You know how this there's works. No question, yeah. I mean, there's no question. But, I mean, we've, we've known, we've known uh, throughout his tenure, you can tell when he's leaked something. It's been, uh, you know, like, oh, there's a, if he That's gets true. fired, he would get hired right away. No, he wouldn't. Uh, there's, yeah, he's been. Uh, That's true, yeah. Uh, it's uh, over the whole ten time he's he was He's a big here. leaker. Yeah. He was the one. Um, yeah, he's leaked. um He's leaked different stuff out there over the years. I, I found it, it out might from, be his people, but I. Well, did, I found out that he was. Do you still people, have people though? Yeah, he's got some people who st- he still deals with, and then um, you know, Jack's got some people. So believe it or not, Jack has some people too. I mean, he's put some stuff out there, and and I think what you're gonna have, what you're gonna have is people in the league think Jack will have a eventually have a get back on this on this story. Like he'll, he's gonna get something out there. That he needs to, but I, I, I don't know that I agree with that. I think Jack Easterby right now is kind of a scalded dog, and I don't think he he really. You cannot go up head to head against Bill O'Brien in a situation that he did, and 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 Amy Palsic for that matter, and think that they're not you're not going to have access to stories and players and people. You know, why don't you call this person? Why not? I mean, two people were on that article. It was about seven thousand word article. It was a monster. Yeah, it takedown. was. It was. Uh, well, it was. Way, Most people don't even know who this guy is. Right. It was. Yeah. Way, it was way overwritten for one thing. Yeah. Uh, you could have done that in half the. I totally agree. And and so that you really have to sift through a lot to get to the meat of it. But I and if any of that stuff is true, I'd get rid of him. But I'll be honest with you, he's supposed to be a character coach, right? Mm-hmm. How much character did you see yesterday out of your Texans? Uh, not too much. I mean, they were done early in that game. They so, played okay. bad football, and I didn't see a lot of. You know, I saw I a lot saw of guys lot of quit when it got to be fourteen. Yeah, nothing. I didn't see a lot of fight. It was it was cold. I think they just kind of. I think they just kind of went through the motions. Uh, shouldn't, yeah. they, shouldn't a character coach? Shouldn't they show some character? I'm just asking. Uh, he's telling people in football now. He that's all he does is character coach. He's he's not even involved with football. So, mm-hmm. But he's not a football guy. That's not true. You know, he's trying to get away from all this stuff. I don't know if he'll. I don't know if they'll get rid of him simply because he makes a lot of money, and uh, I don't know if they will be willing to. There is some. There is some disagreement around the league about what he makes. I've heard three million. That'd be more than a lot of GMs make. Um, there are other people who thinks he makes closer to one million. I know it's good money, and I know that if Cal McNair gets rid of him, he's got to pay everything that's owed. So Jack may still stick around. He, he even though. People who are going to be the GMs. Look, the good GM candidates probably not going to take the best GM candidates probably not going to take the job. A because you don't have a first or second round pick, but B, it's definitely a wrap if Jack Easterby is going to be in that building. So, so your boy uh, Ed Dodds. Yeah, I mean, is is he a guy that they were they're hopeful <clears throat> on? Ed Dodds would punch Jack in the face as soon as he saw. him. Ed is a that's, no that's nonsense. That's the kind of guy you want. Yeah, Ed is a no nonsense football hunting and fishing South Texas kind of guy. Ed will hurt I, your feelings. I pick him. Yeah, Ed will hurt your feelings and not think twice about it. I heard a story that he was in the building. They started one and four. I guess I think that was their uh, the first year they were there, 
or maybe it was even the second year because they made the playoffs that year. Yeah. And Ed Dodds got out of a personnel meeting and just went into the halls and just said, what the is going on here? Everyone pull your heads out of your asses. And then, like, screams it. And then everyone's, I mean, coach everybody. Just, holy crap. Because that's the kind of guy Ed is. He is a straight football. He's not going to be one of these loves to go to the breakfast luncheons and charity golf events. And now, now keep in mind, that's part of being a GM these days. Yeah, You yeah. do need to do that stuff. You do need to have some polish. Um, but Ed knows football. And Ed's worked with Ballard. He's worked with John Schneider. Um, he has been highly respected and highly regarded. I don't see any way. Jack Easterby was going to come to Indianapolis with Josh McDaniels. So Ed's familiar with him. And I just don't know that Ed Dodds would work in it where he's just sitting. I think he's happy being assistant GM. And uh, I don't know that he'd take any chances with, with Easterby in the building, to be honest with you. And what, about, uh, what about Dorsey? Would he? Uh, I think he, Dorsey probably would. I think Dorsey wants to get back in. But, um, you know, there is a thought that Dorsey really has to be careful because he doesn't do well against people who are kind of conniving. And that's what the – maybe that's not the right word, but – he had to deal with that, and in, in, uh, and he's not the most polished guy either. Uh, and when you have to deal with with the analytics crew in Cleveland, like he did, from from what I was told, he kind of got run over a little bit by the by the analytics guys. They were just kind of slick for him. And you don't, I mean, that shouldn't be something you're worried about as GM. You right. should be me and the owner, and that's it, or me and the president of football, and that's it. But um, that's that's once again, that's the problem. The Jack Easterby thing is a big question mark. What is his impact going to be? And he can say, I'm not going to be involved in anything. The Texans can say it. But if he's got Cal's ear, there's always going to be a little bit of a concern for anybody who's in that building in a capacity of general manager. Did it feel to you like yesterday was the Texans just quitting? Because if they've competed, at least it felt like most of the season, even when they were down. It felt like yesterday they just kind of quit. Hey, you know, you know, from a handicapping standpoint, there's certain games where you just feel like this is one where you could see a team. The only reason I didn't just fall in love with Chicago, I liked them, but couldn't fall in love. I liked the under better, which ooh, that was a miracle. But um, Chicago was on such a long losing streak, and I feel like their head coach is done, and, and probably their and, and maybe their GM as well, but. The cold weather, you know, as soon as the 80-yard touchdown got popped against them, you have no Bradley Roby. You have no uh, Will Fuller. You're playing a, a defense that does have some ability. I mean, they have been a little up and down lately. But, but I mean, I, I really did feel like that was one of those games that one of those teams was going to come in and just kind of uh, roll up and, and roll it up and, and be done with it and it was probably going to come down to who came out and, and struck first. And well, boy, that 80-yard run, you knew. It was, that it was, and then a fumble right after yeah, that. A fumble That's right it, after yeah. that, and it was, yeah, and it was a wrap. When he got 14, when they, when they got up two scores, you knew it was over. When it was 23-7, to seven, that felt like an insurmountable lead, 16 yeah. points. It really did. And even against, you know, the Bears aren't supposed to be good offensively, but the Bears aren't good offensively. Well, they're not. The Bears aren't good defensively, contrary to popular belief. They are. They have their issues right now. They can rush the quarterback some, but they they do they have some holes. Yeah, the Lions put up forty five on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's not good. The Lions, not what you like. Uh, this was. I, I thought I, I said this at the beginning of the show, and I'm curious if you think I'm right or wrong here. I think if you take out the quarterback position, the Texans are the least talented roster in the NFL. It's arguable for sure. Because you like assume J.J. Watt's here for one more year max. Yep. Uh, Zach Cunningham is is right now just kind of a um, he's a middle of the road an, guy, an average to to slightly above average. He's a productive linebacker. You don't have your your secondary is a mess except for Roby and even Roby is is solid more than really but good. But if, if you compare like if you stack rank it's, number one it's cornerbacks in the league, I mean, give where me, would Roby fit? Give me, give me if the you stack rank the, the thirty right. like each team's best corner. Where's right. Roby? Oh, 20? each team's best corner. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, number probably, one guy. Yeah, probably Roby's not above average. Probably somewhere between, I would imagine, seventeen. You got to remember now he was a really a cornerback three. 
in, in right? Denver. Here, he's, he was a Chris, cornerback he's cornerback one. one. It was Chris Harris. When he came over, when Roby came over, was J.J. Yeah, J.J. was still here. Yeah. Um, you think about when he was in Denver, he was Chris Harris, and it was Akeem Tlaib, yep. and it was him. He was the third. So um, I like him fine, but – Excellent for a third when corner. That's, yeah, when that's what we're talking about, yeah, that's a that's a problem. Like, you don't have anybody on your defensive front that's a, a long-term solution. I don't think. Blacklock, you still don't know. who has his moments, uh, but it's just not consistent enough. And it's a uh, – no, it's it's not – I can tell you this. I talked to a GM candidate who's gonna, who is going to interview uh, at least one place and maybe two places, and I asked him point blank, what's, how do you rank the jobs? And I said, and open up Philadelphia and open up Chicago. Let's say those jobs. So Philly, Chicago, Jacksonville, Detroit, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta, Atlanta Houston. What that, about the Chargers? No, I didn't. I didn't open okay. that one. And Tom Telesco, I don't think is going to be okay. gone. So those are the six GM jobs. And I said, rank them. He goes, Houston's last. I said, why do you why do you say that? Because I was curious what he'd say. And he said, well, you know, I like the quarterback, but you don't have a first or second round pick. You can work around that, but you have to know. He said ownership has to be on board with it being more than a three-year plan because usually you go in and you sell a three-year plan, mm-hmm. but that, that, he said, is going to take more like a four or five. And he said the biggest problem I see with that, Lance, is that you have your quarterback is going to come up after four years yep. and your left tackle is going to come up and your quarterback is going to be worth is going to be making fifty million, you know, probably. And you can't to afford to build million. anything around. And you're not going to be able to. He, yeah, and he said, you know, the cap from a cap standpoint, it's really got you in a bind. And not having a draft pick now that you can, a first and second that you can start to build an inexpensive roster. He said you're going to have to spend free agent money in Houston, and that's when you get yourself in trouble. That's why, to me, I, I, the Jets are awful, and they're. I mean, they're going to go zero and sixteen. They're that bad. But knowing that you have Trevor Lawrence on a rookie deal, assuming Trevor Lawrence comes out, and if he doesn't, then the Jets is back yeah, to being a terrible job. Yeah, two first-round picks. Yeah, and, and you've got, I mean, you've got a young quarterback to build a roster around. You'll have cap space. That's a good job. Mm-hmm. You're, in a, in a, you're in a division where there's not like, it's much like this division. There's not some powerhouse who's just running away with it every year. Uh, Although it, Buffalo would they look concern like they're pretty solid, yeah. yeah. And I think Miami's going. I don't think it's going to be a fun division because Miami's on the way up. But it's Buffalo not like being up. in the AFC West where you pretty much know until Patrick yeah. Mahomes is yeah. gone. That's not, their yeah, division. not yet at least. It's it's. Uh, but if Buffalo keeps drafting well, it could be a problem. But yeah, I mean the Jets. The bottom line is the Jets are right now for. I think Joe Douglas has something to work with this year's GM, and I think a head coach has something to work. I, with. I really think, and you. I mean, you evaluate this stuff a lot closer than I do. If you think Trevor Lawrence is the kind of player who in, in, in sometime in the next five years is going to turn into one of the ten, ten best quarterbacks in the league, I certainly think that. I think so, yeah. It's a, it's a way better situation than what they have here with Deshaun. Because, well, yeah, because you have, you have draft picks. You have, look, Mekhi Becton, their left tackle, didn't co- they cost him one first-round yep. pick, and he's not making $22 million a year. He's on a rookie deal. And what are the like? What are the odds? What's what are the chances that Trevor Lawrence is equal to or greater than Deshaun? Uh I, he's going to carry a higher grade by evaluators than Deshaun did coming out. And then knowing what Deshaun is now, I mean, I, I think it's uh, you are a product of your of your surroundings in many cases. So I don't I don't know that you want to go higher than fifty percent because okay. Jets ownership has been an issue. That's good enough for me. Fifty yeah. percent is good enough for me. Yeah. Because, I think I, that's because I'll have him for a, a third of the salary. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll take that. Deshaun is going to be on a third contract. Any GM that comes yeah. in here, he's going to be on a third contract making $50 million a year. By the time that's, they're I'm not, I'm not joking. That's not – the quarterback salary is going to jump that fast. That's that's what's happening right now. Best case scenario, you're at $45 million. And the three-year deal was an absolute – teams couldn't believe what a terrible, terrible job – Because if you're going to pay him big money, you want to lock him in. You have to get more years. And it's the same thing it's with a Tunsil. Give and take. Yeah, and same thing with Tunsil. It's a give and take. And neither one of those guys – so Jack did the uh, – Bill O'Brien did the Tunsil deal. Jack did the um, – Jack was the front man on uh, the Deshaun Watson deal. You know what they're doing. Yeah. And they did three-year deals. And Bill gave a ridiculous amount to Tunsil. And he had a three-year deal? If we're giving you this amount of money, you're signing a five-year deal, and there's nothing else. There's really nothing else to say. Yeah. It's five. Stupid. Yeah. It all like if you didn't know if you didn't know any better, you'd think that someone was sabotaging this thing. On <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it was. Uh, like, that's how quickly it, it. The roster was completely. Um, 
destroyed. It was that, yeah. it was that quick. Like it, you feel like, oh, well, it all makes sense now because Bill O'Brien was getting paid by the Colts, the Colts and the Titans this whole time. Like they were shoveling money under the table to him. Yeah. It's just insane. Yep. That's Lance Zerline here. Mornings on the bench from uh, 7 to 10 a.m. Appreciate the time, Lance. We'll talk to you uh, next week. We'll see you guys. All righty. Let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. See, I've grown on my last set. Rep a fight, rep a blast in the tech. Never chant, though. Never get high. Never run out of ammo. Take it to the change of bitches. Now you pay for it. I know what made you sick. And now you're high. But you never... G'day, mate. This is Sam Windsor of the Houston Sabercats. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Before we get to the uh, Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day, Casa do Brazil, a new Brazilian steakhouse next to the Galleria and the station, wants to give one lucky listener a $50 gift card to come enjoy their all-you-can-eat USDA meats, Cheeses, countless vegetables, seafood, and much more. At 557, we'll take caller 7 to 713-780-3776. You'll win a $50 gift card to Casa do Brazil to enjoy more than 40 of their gourmet items. They've also got happy hour every day from 4 to 7, live music every Friday night. Check out Casa do Brazil on the corner of Sage and West Alabama. Alabama. That was some good stuff they brought us. I've had some, was. I've had some good food over the last five days. So, and shout out Alabama for getting me that money this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, over 27 and a half in the first half. They didn't crank it up until the second quarter, but when they cranked it up, boy, did they crank it up. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're they're good at sport. We'll get to the college football after we talk to Eric Warner, but let's, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. So, most companies have performance reviews, right? We actually were going to do them, and then the Rona happened. Yeah. But uh, but it's kind of a common thing. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, is it a common thing in a marriage? Uh, it should be, maybe. I, I You've talked about this before. I, well, I've talked about it should be a five-year contract. But a husband has gone viral. Uh, after taking his four- wife of 14 years and uh, giving her an annual review on Christmas. He took his wife out for lunch where he presented her with a two-page document grading her performance in their marriage as if he were an employer. I kind of think this is this is fair because you let employees self-evaluate, right? So I, I think if you let the wife evaluate you and you evaluate her, I think there might be something to this. Uh, the report included grades for 18 aspects of their home life, including her bedroom performance. Probably a needs improvement is going to be my bold strategy. Pro- probably, yeah. But uh, he poked fun at his wife's unwillingness to accept criticism and her conflict resolution skills, saying they both need improvement. He uh, wrapped up his review with a performance improvement plan, which encourages wife, his wife to acknowledge that sometimes husbands are right, too. Okay. Um, she uh, said he was wise to do this in public. <laughs> uh, but uh, she said that she was flattered to see that she had been graded excellent on certain topics. Okay. What she what was she excellent in? Uh, well, it doesn't. It said uh, he was complimentary of her bedroom skills. Okay. E- excellent in punctuality and attendance. Job knowledge, meals, family entertainment organizational skills, availability, event management, and dependability. Those are pretty good. Needs improvement with accepts criticism, conflict resolution, inventory. Uh, yeah, those are the three where she needs improvement. So actually, this is a fairly positive review. Yeah. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight excellence, four goods, Three fairs, three needs improvements. What were the needs improvements again? Uh, except accepting criticism. Well, there, here's a test. Conflict revolution. Oh. 
always great at that. Yeah, and inventory. Okay. Needs to be fully aware of cupboard inventory. That makes sense. Yeah. My wife's really good at inventory. Yeah, mine's not because she started sneaking crap onto my uh my alcohol shelf. And it's like, no, no, that top shelf in the closet is for my private alcohol collection. And she started putting stuff in there. I'm like, uh uh-uh. nope, 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 nope. That's gotta go. I was mostly just she needs improvement like, there. I mostly meant like thinking making sure the the groceries are stocked. Honestly, I think quarantine's made my wife a, a better grocery lady because now she just she uh she orders everything online and somebody just drops it off at our house. Yeah, so we we she's she, more thorough about what she wants. Mine has gone a little backward on that because uh she's been working so much cuz she was doing an implementation and her real job which is pretty busy as it is. Well, if you want to hire my wife but, to order groceries for you, I'm uh, sure she's available. Uh you know, we I I would probably get in trouble for doing that because uh she likes to do everything herself even Lance forgot his glasses. It's all right. I was going to put them on. Um, but, yeah, so it's like usually we have stuff planned out for the whole week. But, you know, and she, now she's coming up on year end. So I'm like, okay, sometime in May she'll get back on track. <clears throat> that was at 558 or 559. Excuse me. That's a very odd time for your first one. Well, not an odd time for your first car box. That's though. right. I got to tell you about car box. You'll hear Eric on the other side. Uh, and, guys, you want, you want something that's uh, – refreshing and delicious and there's something easy drinking love street is it okay you're 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 saying okay okay love street that's that's a gal's drink okay fine how about crawford buck uh i don't know maybe not heavy enough how about some ipas how about the 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 hop tongue how about the hopadillo how about rodeo clown uh light circus they got a ton of different ipas how about some big boy stuff you're like hit me with the big stuff how about you get down to carbach where they've got some bourbon barrel hellfighter on the wall uh, the, I mean, just some some great barrel aged stouts, great for this winter weather. And while you're there, guess what you can get? A damn fine meal. That's right. Uh, some of the best food in the city. And I'm not talking about just bar food. I'm talking about like legit gourmet meal down at Carbach. Uh, they, they've got something for everybody there. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll get all the latest on the brewery. Get all the latest on the restaurant. And then make sure when you are out and about at the grocery store or your wife orders it online, you pick up some Carbach. This is ESPN 97.5.